I'm host and creator of Escape the 9 to 5, Steve O'Ely. Thanks for tuning in. If you've been listening this far, chances are you've heard a little part of my story. In this season, I'll be dedicating the odd episode to sharing my career story. But why is this relevant to you? I'm sharing my story because I was once where you are. Stuck in a 9 to 5 job I was not enjoying. Sharing my story will help you better understand yours. Chances are you followed the standard path to success. You got decent grades at high school, went to college, graduated with a good degree, and then landed a solid job. But this supposed path to success is not all it's cracked out to be. You're looking to make change, but you're not sure what interests of yours can actually pay the bills. You've changed jobs at least once or twice, but you're still not happy in your job and career. You know you need to change, but you're not even sure where to start. I'm here to help. You have reached Escape the 9 to 5. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi there. I'm doing a boring day job and finding life Sucks. Stuck in a 9 to 5 job and looking for something different? Escape the 9 to 5 is your guide to freedom. My name is Steve O'Ely and my mission is to help you on your own career change journey. I chat with successful professionals who've either taken the leap themselves or have always done work differently. They share stories so that you can learn from their mistakes and benefit from their successes. Escape the 9 to 5 and join us on our journey to a more enjoyable life. In this episode, you'll learn why you shouldn't beat yourself up for career choices you made when you were just a teenager, why you're likely being called to something else, even if it's not clear what that thing is. You'll initially hold off making change because of the uncertainty and how having a mentor will open up a world of possibilities you never knew existed. My story starts when I was just a kid. My parents immigrated from South Africa to New Zealand when I was only four years old. Alongside my three siblings, we started a new and safer life in New Zealand. My dad was a school teacher and really valued us getting a good education. From a young age, we were taught to work hard. All four of us got good grades at school and inevitably headed on a path towards a college or university degree. But through all these years of working hard and getting good grades, very little energy was actually put into helping us decide what would be a good career path for us. I had always liked the outdoors and animals, and so from a young age my parents were convinced I would make a great veterinarian. But they never actually stopped to think what the job would involve, and whether I was actually well suited to the role. Everything was very black and white in our house. You should work hard, you should go to university, you should get a solid job. Long story short, I followed my parents' advice, went to university, got accepted into veterinary school, and in 2013, graduated as a veterinarian. But what I quickly discovered as I actually started this job is for all the years of hard work, 
the job itself was not the dream job it was made out to be. In fact, veterinarians have one of the highest suicide rates of any profession. We work in a stressful job with long hours, and then, after a busy day of work, a lot of vets are expected to take a phone home with them and be available overnight, should an emergency happen. While I liked aspects of the job and was fortunate enough to work with some awesome people, inevitably I ended up changing careers. Even though it took a few job changes to finally admit to myself genuine change was necessary. When I look back at the career choice I made, without my parents' encouragement, I wouldn't have even considered VET as a career. If you'd asked any of my friends or teachers at school, my strengths were always in communication and science, and I don't think one of them would have suggested the career path I chose. One teacher even commented to me, I'm really surprised you're studying veterinary science. I always thought you'd end up going into business or the communications field. I barely even felt like I chose my profession. I just listened to my parents, because that's what I was brought up to do. I've had friends in recent years say similar things, how they didn't even give their career any thought before signing up to the degree, and most of them only even really considered their profession after they'd racked up tons of student debt and finished their degree. I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you made your career choice before the age of 25, your brain was not even fully formed. Don't beat yourself up over career choices you likely made when you were a teenager. Just acknowledge that the choice you made might have seemed right then, but is no longer the job or career you want now. So you've identified your current career as maybe not the one you want to be doing long term. Easy, right? You'll just quit your job and magically start doing the thing you were always meant to be doing. If you're listening to this podcast, you know it's not that easy. In my case, and I suspect it might be the same for you too, I knew I didn't want to be in my current profession long term, but really had no idea what the right career path was for me. So I did what a lot of people do when they're unhappy in their job. I quit, but then took another role of a similar description. I would go on to do five different clinical veterinary roles before finally making meaningful change. I was being called to something else, but hadn't been given the tools to make change. Worse, I didn't even have someone to provide good advice. If you're unhappy in your career and have been jumping between jobs, this is not a bad thing. It's a sign you need to make bigger change. We are cursed with the psychology of cavemen and women. Back in the cave person days, if you left the village to pursue something different, there was a good chance you'd get ostracized from your village and maybe even die. It did not make sense to change. But we live in a modern world that is ever-evolving and change is not only a good thing, it's a necessary survival instinct. If you consider changing, 
and then get hit with a good dose of fear, remember this is a natural reaction to doing something different. It's a sign that you're heading in the right direction, not that you should stop. But how do you make change if you don't even know where you're going? If you go on a vacation to a new country and really want to get the best experience of the place, you usually pay someone who's been there before to provide a guided tour. It's really no different with your career. We've already talked about it in episode 13 and episode 14. If you're serious about making a career change, you need a mentor. Someone that's going to guide you and hold you accountable. I was in a job I really hated. The work was repetitive and meaningless. The clients were demanding, and I never worked with them long enough to establish a long-term relationship. The hours were long, and every single day drained me of energy. As a result, I was coming home from work grumpy and would snap at my partner over minor things. One day, I came home from work and my partner said to me, I don't look forward to you coming home from work. This was a massive wake-up call. Really by chance more than any intention, around the same time, I was lucky enough to meet a guy named Chris Turner, who became my life coach. This couldn't have come at a better time, and it's without a doubt one of the most significant periods in my life. The key focus of the work he did with me was helping me better understand myself. I can't really describe a year of life coaching in five minutes, but I'll share with you a couple of lessons from my experience with him. One, each and every day, write down a few emotions that come up during the day. If you had a bad day at work, don't write down that your day at work was crap. Instead, focus in on a specific thing that made you unhappy. Similarly, if there's specific moments in your day that bring you joy, write those down. What will happen over time is you'll start to notice patterns. This will give you a strong clue as to the sort of work you should be doing and the sort of work you should be avoiding. 2. Write down a few successes, however big or small, you've had during your day. Don't just focus on the big wins. Celebrate the small successes, like making a colleague laugh, solving a problem at work, or even doing the dishes in the break room. If you want to start an emotions journal or success log, I suggest you listen to episode 2 and episode 12 of Escape the 9 to 5. By journaling your emotions and your successes, you'll start to develop a greater awareness of yourself and also improve your mindset to focus on the positives rather than the negatives. In my case, more important than anything else, this saved my relationship with my then partner. I can now report we're happily married with a beautiful baby daughter. Above everything else, I believe increasing your own self-awareness is the most critical part of successfully changing jobs and designing a career to work for you. 
Getting a mentor increased my self-awareness and opened up a world of possibilities I never knew existed. A world I'll share with you in a later episode of Escape the 9 to 5. For now, I'll end the episode with a quote by Eckhart Tolle. Awareness is the greatest agent for change. If you would like specific tips on mentorship, check out episode 13 and episode 14 of Escape the 9 to 5. Otherwise, three tips from today's episode. One, you shouldn't beat yourself up for career choices you made when you were just a teenager. Two, it's completely natural to be afraid of change. But use this fear as a sign that you're on the right track and embrace it. It won't necessarily be obvious what you should be moving towards, but just by making change, you're heading in the right direction. Three, increasing your self-awareness is the first step to meaningful change in your career. Having a good mentor or life coach will help. And I promise you this, they will open up a world of possibilities you never knew existed. This week's challenge, listen to your life. Challenge accepted. Rather than looking for something new, have you ever considered something old, something from your past? If you were given all the money in the world and you could not fail, what would you do? The answer to these questions will give you some clue what you should be doing. Write down all the things specifically in any job that you've had that you really enjoy doing and are good at. Even things you might have been good at at school. Then, in a second column, write down all the things you enjoyed doing in your childhood. Now, draw lines connecting things in both columns. Once you've found the commonalities, Write down three feasible things you could be doing as a job or business. Whichever one of these three things lights your fire the most, find a way to include this in your life. In season one, Bernie Evans made the valid point. Awareness is not enough. Awareness is a crucial starting point, but only by taking action will meaningful change occur. So this week, listen to your life. Challenge accepted. I'm host and creator of Escape the 9 to 5, Steve O'Ealy. Thanks for listening to this week's Quick Bite episode. If you'd like help on your own career journey, be sure to join our Facebook group, Escape the 9 to 5 podcast. There you'll meet a group of like-minded individuals on their own journey out of the 9 to 5 job This week, we'll be discussing ways to increase your own self-awareness and why this is such a crucial step to designing a career that works for you. Links to the Facebook group are in the show notes. 